0: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
1: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. It's the Colour and Baz World Cup party here in Adelaide. Adam Collins and Barat Sunderacen with you. We've got lots of texts coming in, double three. 98, 11, 16. Here's one I like, though, Baz. Barat Sunderacen hosting lunch on SEN. The man with the crazy shirts and the silky long hair, (laughs) he's taking over and I'm all for it. And interviewing the king of commentary, Hasha Bogley. That's Simo from Preston. He loves your work. Oh, thank you, sir. You came, pain, man. are uh, uh, opinions are divided, you could say, in our interview before with Sam Perry and the perspective offered from him on the Australian cricket team. will come to them uh, after our next guest. We just did have Harsha Boglay, the voice of Indian cricket, with us. Next up, Zainab Abbas, who is a, a Pakistani presenter, broadcaster, and she's a bloody star. Zainab, welcome to SEN. Uh, it's the Colour and Baz World Cup party. Uh, how are you enjoying the afterglow of Pakistan's famous victory against New Zealand last night at the Sydney Cricket Ground?
0: Uh, thank you so much for having me. I think I've kind of lost my voice after last night. <laughs> it's a bit croaky, so please do excuse me um, if it sounds a bit croaky. But um, yeah, I think uh, amazing night um, just in terms of the atmosphere. Uh, anybody who was there knew that it was absolutely electrifying. Um, uh, sad to say, I don't think there were many kiwis around because there was a sea of green um, <laughs> that, that we found over there. And literally... Everybody singing the little Pakistan and and obviously to top it off, Pakistan actually ended up winning the game. So I feel like uh, it was a great night and uh, really a, a semi final stage like this deserves um, you know uh, a spectacle like this. So Is really that, happy, obviously for Pakistan. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. They'll be in the final uh, on Sunday at the MCG. Zaino, before we get into the important stuff, the cricket itself, uh, you talk about the CF green, everyone dressed up last night. I, I have very great memories of you being in Australia before, wearing a Hawthorne jumper at a Christmas party. So you, you, you love these parts. God.
0: Well, I was just going by whatever you're telling me. I have no idea about Hawthorne <laughs> or anybody else. I was just being a loyal friend towards you. Um, so yeah, that that's how it all started. But uh, right now, I'm wearing my Pakistan jersey because I'm here for that. Yeah
1: and why wouldn't you it's got that 992 energy everyone's saying it but not unreasonably given how close the Pakistani side were to exiting the competition final ball loss against India at the G last ball loss against Zimbabwe in Perth unexpectedly they were gone Matt Hayden has spoke uh, yesterday Rob, Robert Craddock had a piece in the paper about them going to Rottnest Island the day after that loss and regrouping and ever since they've been they've been outstanding yeah i think
0: um you know, Pakistan, if you look at last year, uh, they peaked way too early. Uh, they were winning back-to-back games. They won their game against India by 10 wickets. Um, and then they beat New Zealand, they beat Afghanistan, and they eventually lost in the semifinals to the defending champions, Australia. So there is a thing called peaking too early. I, I felt like they peaked a bit too early. Right now, I feel Pakistan is peaking just at the right time. Um, they somehow found their way in into the semifinals. Uh, they've had three good games uh, on the trot. The first one was uh, against South Africa, which possessed a very good bowling attack. Um, and then it was uh, obviously Bangladesh, and now it's been New Zealand. So I feel like um, what Matty Hayden, Hayden said was absolutely correct. When Pakistan has its back against the wall, they are one of the most dangerous sides to face. And he pretty much knew that. And And I've covered so much Pakistan cricket over the years that I know that that holds true. It was the same in the Champions Trophy final against India, the Pakistan won one in 2017, down and out, and then sort of picked up momentum. So it's, a, it's very much a team that rides on momentum. And I feel the momentum is with them at this point of time, uh, which is why they're going to be extremely dangerous. Of course, any result is possible. But I can tell you that the morale is extremely high at this point of time.
2: Adam, you just missed out on one thing in uh, your introduction of Zainab. We went from the voice of Indian cricket to the face of Pakistan cricket. You think Pakistan cricket and... For a lot of people, the first face that jumps to mind is Zainab. You should have seen the number of pictures <laughs> I had to take of Zainab because all these Pakistan fans wanted to <laughs> pose with her at the Adelaide Oval. Hey, Zainab, just just one question for you. I've been watching Pakistan cricket since I was a little child, India-Pakistan, during the 90s and 2000s. Do do insurance policies in Pakistan come with special exemptions for heart ailments caused by the Pakistan cricket team? There must be many of those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I wish there were. There should be, actually. That's actually a good point because this team is not sort of faint-hearted. I can tell you that um, you have to be really strong because it's always an emotional roller coaster ride with them. They never have it easy. They never want their fans to have it easy. They always uh, do stuff which keeps you sort of, you know, on the edge of the seat. And I can tell you that there were lots of Pakistanis that I would say even four days back were saying, "All right." How should we book our tickets back home? <laughs> you know, how should we, which which airline should we use? Literally, this was all the discussion around it. And there were people that had flown in from the United States of America. I met a lot of fans who had just flown in specifically to follow the team around. And they were really upset. And they're like, oh, now we're thinking we'll just have a holiday in Australia. This, that, that. So, and all of a sudden, you make it in semifinals, and my phone starts going crazy. Can we have a ticket? <laughs> Can we have a ticket? Do you have a pass? And I'm like, I had to put up and I'm like, I do not have any tickets. You know, we we kind of snuck through the back door, and um, so, I mean, that is the kind of um, they. It's an exciting team. Whether they're, they're whether they're good on the field or they're bad on the field, whether they're impressive or unimpressive, one thing that you can never uh, rule out with Pakistan cricket is that they are an exciting team, and they will never never bore you. So <laughs> that, that that that's the one thing that I guess. It keeps all of us, even the faint-hearted, hooked onto to it because there is a certain charm and charisma that comes with playing an exciting brand of cricket which is basically uh, goes from one extreme to the other.
2: And you're right about the travel plans. At least one famous Pakistani commentator on this tour uh, did tell me that he got into trouble with this wife back home because I think after the Zimbabwe loss he told her he would be coming home soon but clearly he's had <laughs> to extend his trip Aww. by a week you know who I'm talking about Zainab but no I mean there are so many you look at that bowling attack everybody's a star but just Naseem Shah he was this young tear 16 year old who came here four years ago Zainab uh, and you know there was such expectations mm. from him but he's come back as this white ball phenom yeah I think uh
0: you know, if you go by his performance just, just this last night, um, that last over that he bowled was literally the difference between a 153 or a 165, really. Um, and, and, and that is a huge, um, you know, it's just a psychological uh, barrier that is there if you're crossing that 160 mark on, on that wicket. I feel Nassim has really evolved in the last few years. He's really um, become mature. Um, He's still extremely young and extremely talented. Not only does he have pace, he's able to swing the ball. Um, He's got the right kind of variations that you require in this format. He can bowl some good cutters. He's just very accurate. And the fact that, like I said, he hardly gave away anything in that last over, I think that really was the difference. Because remember, New Zealand had still got six wickets in hand. Um, they still had players um, on the crease that could sort of, um, you know, do something for New Union or make a respectable uh, a total. So for Pakistan, it was extremely important to be extremely disciplined in that um, last over. And that's what you saw from, from Naseem Shah. So I just feel he's extremely exciting. He's just another guy in the pace battery of Pakistan, which Pakistan is very blessed to have um and he's got time on his hands he's got age on his hands and um yeah i mean it, it was just absolutely uh incredible to be able to restrict um i mean he didn't go for a single boundary in that last over mm. so mm. Yeah. um yeah he, he was brilliant
1: there's such an emphasis on the four pakistani quicks as you'd expect given how effective they've been through the tournament and beyond but the scrutiny coming into the tournament was on Pakistan's batting. 55% of their runs coming from Barbara Azam and Mohammad Rizwan. When they weren't firing at the start of the tournament, there were understandably some concerns, but they've clicked at the right time. They put on 105 last night, and two men who've been at the top of the world rankings at different times, they were, they were positively clinical, uh, putting on that big partnership and making sure New Zealand wouldn't have a hope.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, um, coming into this tournament, Pakistan was in all kinds of uh, chaos. But that is the typical way that they enter any tournament, I would say. You look back <laughs> to all the tournaments, uh, coming into any World Cup, it's always, uh, you know, it's everything's in a disarray. Uh, there's no middle order, there's no, no, there's no <laughs> set combination. Because I can tell you that we were coming into this World Cup without a middle order. So, I mean, if you ask me who's going to be your number three, number four, number five, I can give you five, six different names. It could be Shah, it could be Sakar, it could be Khushtar Shah, it could be... They were trying different combinations against England in Pakistan. And, you know, it, it was just a case of uh, hit or, or, or miss. You know, there was no real... There's no real method to that madness that you were seeing at that point of time. So, um, like I said, it's just a team that kind of drives in that momentum. But I feel... For me, the biggest game changer for Pakistan in that batting lineup has been Mohammad Haris. Um, mm. I feel he is exactly what Pakistan required. You know, there was a lot of criticism coming into this uh, into this uh, into this tournament that Pakistan's openers. You know, a lot of discussions around their strike rate that they're not working, they're playing too slowly, they're playing at a hundred strike rate, they're playing at a runner ball. And you know it adds too much pressure. Uh, Babar was unable to deliver because there were all kinds of explanations going around on, on 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 social media and everybody everywhere else that it's Rizman who's putting pressure on him and he's batting too slowly from the other end and you know maybe they should have. So there were lots of there was a lot of talk around it. But what I like about Mohammad Harris is that he's just come and changed the dynamic. And I I actually see that he's sort of inspired the openers as well to some level to play freely, which is why you got to see what you got to see last night, um, that this was the best power play of Pakistan. You know, they were going for the boundaries, they were attacking a little bit more. Because in that game uh, against South Africa, when Fakal Zaman was injured and muhammad Harris was sent one down, um, he came with that approach where he really wanted to sort of, he showed that intent that Pakistan was looking for. He's able to clear the caps, he's able to take the aerial route, he's able to take you know, he's able to play the short ball well. I've seen him pull the ball um, in, into the, over the boundary for sixes. Um, and that's been a problem of Pakistan. You know, there's not been the best players of the short ball. I've seen him just make room for himself and, you know, just play the T20 brand of cricket that we're talking about. Um, he might have I'm... scored like 20 and 11 or whatever. So I feel, for me, he is the game changer for Pakistan.
1: I love this text coming in on the temper text line. For 40 winks, So 98 11 16. Could you say that Pakistan are to cricket as Brazil are to football? That's mm. Moza in Cobden with that volatility uh, you're referring to there. Um, speaking of, Muhammad Nawaz, who, oh. I mean, you think about the pressure on a guy who bowled the last over at the MCG, 90,000 people, obviously doesn't come off. It goes terribly terribly wrong then next up against Zimbabwe he was part of that <laughs> final over calamitous finish as well to recover the way that he has Zainab it shows a fair bit of character he's still very much in that first choice 11 he'll be playing at the MCG on Sunday
0: absolutely there's no doubt about it see uh, Nawaz is also a, uh, a three-dimensional player because he's very good in the field um, he offers you a bit of spin bowling which is Actually, uh, you know, he's not a part-timer. He's a proper spitter. So um, mm-hmm. I, wouldn't, I would not call him a part-timer. He's somebody who bowls really well in the PSL for Quetta Gladiators um, and is actually the backbone of their bowling. Um, and then with the bat, we, we've seen what he can do because if you look back to the Asia Cup, recently concluded Asia Cup, he was promoted to that number three spot and he ended up winning that game against India when Pakistan were down and out. Um, and he's, again, you know, the fact that Pakistan has an option of a left-handed batsman in their, uh, in their lineup and somebody who can bowl a bit of spin, I feel like that last over is not really a reflection of the kind of player he is. Because, like you rightly said, you know, he's bowling in front of uh, 90,000 people and then Rizwan sort of pushes back and asks him to bowl a different mode altogether, um, you know, medium pace. I mean, you know, I just feel like mm. that is not really a reflection of the kind of player he is and what his value is to this team. Um, I think he's a champion player, he's a fighter and he will come through, you know, it, 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 that was perhaps an aberration I would like to call. I mean, even Stokes has gone for a lot of runs, a lot of fixes in his <laughs> life in that one over that we remember <laughs> in the T 20 World Cup. But then he, look at what how he came back. So I, I don't feel one-off games define, um, you know, the character of a player. It's more about what you see other times. And from whatever I've seen of him, I think he's, he's a utility player for
1: Pakistan. Zainab Abbas, the tantalising prospect of a final at the MCG on Sunday between Pakistan and India. You must be so, so excited about that. Thanks for coming and have a chat with us today on Colo and Baz's World Cup party.
0: Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to see you guys.
1: Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.